Get into 2016. Have any of y'all tried that new Popeyes chicken sandwich? No, not okay. new, but like you know, <laughs> they just started marketing it, nah. and I was just like, it feels like it's readily available I now. I can't. No, nah, I haven't had it. Oh, okay, I'm just wondering. Just want just, just trying to poll the room. Did you try the Migos? The the Migos Popeye oh, the, meal? the rap snacks. No, they have a Popeyes meal. Oh, I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, it comes packaged. Yes, with Migos. Stuff or something like that. When you open it, to say, "Mama." <laughs> and my wife worked at a media company. Um, yeah, and she was telling me how, like, you know, because she's like the senior food editor, executive food editor for this company. And um, yeah, she was telling me how they sent them like that package of the Migos Popeyes box or whatever it was. And yeah, it was odd, right? Because <laughs> I guess fast food is well, you know, they've always been influenced in space, but they're really getting into like using hip hop. To sell, I guess. Chicken. Well, if you think well, about it, they used to do it. Right? Uh, Burger King didn't someone in the Ad Bros write a write a song for yeah Burger King they, they, that was used. Yeah. yeah, well that well that was for a commercial, right? Like that wasn't that for a commercial purpose. It wasn't a product. So like, let me oh, let, let's let's unpack this a bit, right? So we got the Migos and then you got Popeyes, right? Yeah, rap and, and chicken. And I'm trying to figure out like all the things that like happens. All right, fast food, the Migos rap fast. Like, right. w- like, what is the connection? What's the connection? Maybe yeah. like uh, fast food, fast rap. I don't know, man. I mean, you it's know, all disposable. <laughs> rap and chicken. That's that's my connection, bro. I, don't I know, guess, man. man. You know, the motherfucker's hot. I, I ain't mad at the I hey Migos. Get, get your bag, checks, bro. man. Get, get, get your, your money, man. Uh, but to answer your question, I live with a. Uh, a I don't even want to call. I'm I'm afraid to even call out foodie because that's how serious her and her little friend. Her peoples about the food. Yeah, they, they, they don't even want to be called foodies. foodies. Are like uh, don't call them foodies. No, bro. but I was gonna say, aren't foodies like um, uh, mixologists? I'm like like ta- people who aren't really. I don't know about them motherfuckers. Food. I don't uh, know about them. Shit. What's the proper term? I mean, I wouldn't. I, I feel just, like foodie is like you're an enthusiast. They just love and to, you blog about just, it. They kind of quasi purists, but not really. But somewhat. Yeah. But yeah. But they don't like the term foodie. <laughs> However. I'm not eating Popeye's chicken when she cooked really good sustainable I'm not gonna chicken here. So I'm not eating that shit. You guys are the nicest hosts I've ever been, uh, place I've been to. You Thank guys you, are the sir. nicest hosts. Um, and your wife cooks delicious food. Delicious w- chicken. I would second yeah. that. All right. Thank you. Um, yo, jumping into 2016. Yeah. Um, you know, just to recap, last episode was part one of uh, I'll, look at it. I'll look back at the decade. Um, and you start to see this change um, with social media starting in the early 2010s. Um, and you start to see, like, influencer culture start to build. You start to see people giving their opinions and, and, and talking to brands on social media. You start to see um, kind of where we're going to talk about now. People start to tweet brands and brands start to react. And it becomes more of a the, – the consumer is involved in the conversation, whether it's the brand or – the the entertainer or the politician, um, so yeah, I'm gonna jump into 2016 and then uh, 
there's some there's some ad talk we can get into because uh, I also pulled up best and worst ads of 2016. Uh, so yeah. all right, 2016, you start to see uh, Barack Obama's second term is ending. Yeah, uh, he's the first president to visit Cuba since 1928. Yeah. Uh, what else? Panama Papers is published. Um, Prince died that year. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, I remember that. All right. Yeah. R.I.P. I remember to, that. I was Prince. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. I'm but but we could talk we could talk about that a little bit too because like Prince in terms of um, influencing uh, music and how musicians market themselves and how musicians should own their their creativity um, and yeah. and and taking that negative in turn so positive so positive uh if you look at how nowadays people nowadays and even at that time in 2016 people start to try to own what they're making right. like i don't want to just make a show or, or do comedy on instagram and give it to you i want to own it right i want to i want to bring you to my channel my youtube channel okay or so bring you to my platform the biggest artist and get on, money directly the biggest artist on the planet that same week that prince died Beyonce dropped Lemonade the same week. That was on my list, but yes. The same week, right? So And she did a one-hour film on HBO. One-hour film, and you can only stream Lemonade on Tidal, so, which she partially owned with her husband, Jay-Z. So, yeah, you did. Isn't that real, Sorry, isn't that the same year uh, Pablo, Pablo dropped? Yeah, check that. It I'll double-check. And the only reason I say that is because that's a big. those were two big events okay, with yeah, Tidal. Check that while I, look, while I talk about that, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, okay. So just to kind of figure out what you're saying with this idea of artists or people owning their engagement or their content or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Beyonce dropped Lemonade the same week as Prince died. Um, it went viral. A lot of people signed up for Title or they they bootlegged the album because they couldn't get it because it was only on Title. Right? Yeah. So in uh, in addition to that, the story. The story involved with, with Lemonade. That's this, another thing. This, it, it goes back to where we talk about narratives, right? Like, I don't know if this is true, but according to Lemonade, this is her talking about, like, you know, issues going on with her and Jay in terms of their marriage. Allegedly. Does that moment begot, like, the beginning of the super influencer, 2016? Um, I think, I think Maybe? The, I think the super influencer... Definitely, I would say that year, but I would say because he um, dropped that I album. Say, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say those two albums started it, but I would say if you look at um, marketing as a whole, if you look at yeah. Donald Trump winning the presidency that year, and again, not to put them all in the same bucket, but we're just looking at it from a marketing marketing perspective, Donald Trump uh, becomes president that year. Um, you start to see an incline of how people who influence the culture start to market themselves. Right. Yeah, and then also, too, like, with The Life of Pablo, right, wasn't it some conversation about, oh, yeah, like, this album was supposed to live on Twitter, and he's remaking it, and he's, like, letting yeah, out updated. versions. and up. I think, it was, I think when Yo, it started, first it, was of all, only, it was only supposed to live on Tidal, allegedly. Right, but and, that whole conversation yeah. to me, oh, this is... This has never been yo. That whole conversation was corny to me. Like, I, like, like people who were like vouching for, the, for like reasons for bad music. No, I'm not saying that the album was but bad no, per se. It was not polished. It was not yeah. polished, right? So, and he released something and released he released an album that wasn't polished, and and he basically 
updated it like it was yeah. software. Well, that's the thing I liked about it. I think, I think AD, you, I think we, you talked, well, also 2016. Isn't that when we launched the pod? I got to double check. That's something like that. I thought that was kind of cool, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's giving nah, that shit's right? corny. Uh, okay. Like, I, I appreciate it. So like, I want my fries. And it's going to be halfway done. Or I got like, I sent my fries I mean, back. Like, no, I, food got to be a certain. All right. So I watched the movie and like, they had like this uncut edited okay. version. Yeah. And it's like, no, like put it all in the movie. Like, yeah, it wasn't good enough to make the movie. So now I have to see, like, it didn't make the movie for a reason. Right. I mean, that's where you got director's cuts though. But that's different. Yeah. That's but the, you get that after. You don't get right. that before. All right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> now nah, it's true. You could you could have did like a like a. a I'm not, and I'm not hate. And, and one thing I'm not. Well, maybe I'm kind of hating, but nah, hate is, good. is it? But it's you like, know what? I don't like that term. I, I hate. I I hate that when when people when people give a, a, a unpopular opinion or maybe a popular opinion and then they'd be like, nah, you just hate I appreciate that. I, I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I used to say that sometimes. It's but, a point of view. But then, yeah, it's like everybody should have their own point of view. Yeah. If you agree with it, you agree with it. If not, then. I'm just that, saying, like, on. so so as a, a an advertiser, right, any product that I have to hand off to a client, any client-specific work, like I can't give them work and having them buy into an idea or buy into like a campaign or initiative or whatever, right? And it's like I send them over a deck and it's like halfway done. It was like, oh yeah, such and such, um, uh, Steven, yeah, you know, like we're still working through the deck and but like we'll have it updated by like like no, like I'm like, what is this? Like, right? So yeah. it's like I don't know. So I looked at it because that's how my world is. Like I exist, like the way my mind think it exists as like right. a person as an advertising like we do client services and we hand off products and it's like you don't give like yeah you might pitch an idea but right. you don't give a product and it's not finished so that's what kind of threw me off about it yeah. i guess i mean i i, I yeah, agree I, I agree but i think i think you start to see um this uh pivot in culture but nobody's like, done of, it since well that's what I was, oh well yeah oh. that's true nobody i mean that that was no, no, no. For that well, 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 not that. But what I was going to say is um, you start to see this pivot of and again, not to compare him to Donald Trump, but you start to see his pivot of we'll figure it out as we go along. But, but that's the that's the technology approach to things like you release these things yeah. with bugs and you get all this. <laughs> you, you update it. With the, you do it with the next user update. feedback and then you update it with the next one because of what people are saying about the current one. So that does become more like a, a product approach versus this is finished art or unfinished art or this is what it is and i'm not changing it Uh, but it is more of a technology approach to shit and you can almost see that like with not i'm being on an album but you see that in campaigns you see it in you know presidential campaigns you see it in like definitely like um you know technology you see it in cars so so you see it in everything so speaking of uh seeing it in campaigns i'm just gonna throw out a few ads that stood out in 2016 and then we could jump over to uh 2017 um so I'll pull up this uh ad uh this link from ad week uh apple music's um taylor versus treadmill ad uh pops up and that reminded me that was the year i don't know if that was the year that apple music started but i think that was definitely the year where drake had to had the commercial where he's pumping iron and he plays a taylor swift song and then the opposite, Taylor Swift's in the gym, she's running, she plays Jumpman. And, you know, I feel like you start to see this um, push towards, uh, 
I think you mentioned in the last pod, or maybe you did it before the mic was on, you start to see this push where a lot of brands are moving more towards influencer culture. So instead of yeah having some normal woman run in a gym and play Drake music as she probably would, right? you start to see the superstar and you know you look at her Twitter following or her Instagram following and she has a lot of people and you're like this is the person who I want to promote this this brand or this or this or this uh kind of piece um what you feel about the ad I like thought it was it? cool for the time I felt I felt corny to me yeah huh? what about you Rose? I don't remember it see that's the point it's not memorable it's it, it lacked a real I, I remember I remembered it only because I looked it up but <laughs> you had to google it so 2016 was the year that Paul, uh, I don't know his last, oh, Paul, I don't know how to say his last name, but Paul switched from Verizon to Sprint. Yeah, that guy. And I think that kind of ties back to influencers starting to be more important with brands because, you know, you see this guy who was with Verizon, the Can You Hear Me Now guy, and then, you know. Was he influencer or just really popular? Uh, I don't know if he was oh, an influencer, both. but I would say he start. I would say that that was a popular line. It was. It was a bold move that everybody too. knows, and you know. Can you hear me now? As opposed to, can you hear me now? Good. Yeah, and then you know he jumps yeah. to sprint. Yeah. So I, our, I guess my that ties me to the question: uh, as we go into the second half of the decade, are brands that important, or is the person promoting the brand important in terms of like? Mark getting market share. Uh, yeah, I think they go hand in hand. Um, because this person per se is, you know, you probably wouldn't be able to recognize them without the brand, right? So it's like you got this guy. Uh, can you hear me now? Um, him moving away from, you know, they put so much media dollars behind it. So you saw enough impressions of this actual ad. You've seen this ad enough. That when he's at the competitor, like it's like wow, like this is so, uh, it's so visible, like right. So it's like very visible. It's so visible that's like that creates a, a great ad campaign. Same right? haircut, same eyewear, different colors. Exactly, yellow Damn. instead of red. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Moving on to 2017, and all, you start to see in the middle of the decade um, this shift of people's opinions leading uh brands versus brands leading the people um and you see that with uh because i didn't mention we didn't mention the first part one black lives matter kind of start to yeah bubble uh 2013 2014 yeah yeah uh yeah it said according to google it's founded in 2013 but like with all of the shootings of unarmed black right people people of color right um, which at some point is going to connect to what's going on right now with Cap, but we'll get to that yeah. in a second. Um, but yeah, you start to see, but that's the point. You start to see people get involved in the conversation because they're like, you know what? As social media bubbles, my opinion matters. And I'm going to take, and if you don't want to listen to my opinion brand, I'm going to take it away. Two big things that happen outside of marketing is Jay Z became one of the first rappers inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Uh, when did 444 drop? Uh, I think that was 2018. I'll look that up. And then also, in October 2017, the New York Times published, publishes investigation into sexual harassment behavior uh, by uh, 
Freak Harvey, nasty. Harvey huh? Weinstein. <laughs> so you start to see this movement uh, into the Me into Too the Me Too movement and everything. Uh, you guys have anything you want to? Is twenty seventeen like the official start of what we call cancer culture? Hmm. Uh, Maybe. No. I would say because cancer culture. I would say I would say it might might have started to bubble, bubble up in twenty seventeen, especially with the whole Me Too movement. It almost kind of. Mm coincides with each other right like a lot of people a lot of people start trying to counsel people you know around about the time of the me too movement right like it's almost all of those movements is just kind of folded into each other hmm. you know uh you know so i mean because 2016 nobody was getting counseled 2017 nah. motherfuckers was definitely trying to get a body right like so that's between dumb shit that yay was saying because what his what life of Pablo came out in what 2016. 2016. He said that dumb shit in the late part of 2017, or was it 2016? When he counseled it, whenever he counseled his tour, that was uh, I want to say maybe that the latter part of 2016, yeah, um, going into 2017, yeah, and that's Trump get elected, and then he stand next to Trump at the Trump Towers early 2017 with the blonde hair. No, right. I think that actually happened. When did that? I think Trump that got elected in 2016. Yeah. He get he gets put in he gets inaugurated 2017. He come out of his, you know, medical whatever 2017. Stand next to Trump, you know, early part of that year. And this is kind of more or less when a lot of people just say, "Oh, I'm, he's canceled." I think I think the the yeah. yay uh, Trump thing started to build around um, twenty set yeah twenty eighteen twenty seventeen yeah because I think to your original point like the Me Too movement I I think it was started in two thousand six but it got popular with the hashtag me, hashtag Correct. Me Too in, in twenty seventeen after Harvey Weinstein Correct. Oh, Harvey Weinstein, you're right. Matt Lowry. The, the, right. You're right. He does go to Trump Tower. Uh, 2017, 20, right? Yeah, like a late 2016, 2017. 2017. So, that hashtag, boy. Hash, I mean, it's hashtag <laughs> council culture. It got popular around at the same time, yeah. right? So, it's weird because we start seeing a lot of people saying dumb shit in the 2016s, 2017s. And then, you know, because of, like, you know, social outrage online, this ideal of counseling, uh, canceling people more or less started getting popular. And not even just with people, with ads. Because what, that Kylie Jenner shit came out in 2017, right? Mm. The Kylie Jenner Pepsi ad, that was 2017. Yeah. So, again, like, you know, this is Black Lives Matter, after the police brutality shit going on. Pepsi want to do this whole... They did it internally, right, I think? Well, it started internally with the idea, but they put out that ad with Kylie Jenner giving the police a Pepsi to almost insinuate that the way to, you know, kind of reduce police violence is to just get along and give each other's Pepsis and shit, specifically the police, where somebody black give the police anything, the motherfuckers getting shot, right? So, again, people started potentially wanting to cancel Pepsi because of that shit. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like council culture more or less became popular 2016-2017. Yeah, and then just to wrap up 2017, one other positive note in marketing, that's when uh, Fearless Girl, uh, the statue, uh, was created and that marketing kind of started. So I would say 2017 is like the kind of like 
rising of people kind of pushing back on the old again changing of the guards uh okay and, and, let's and, not forget too in 2017 oj came out of jail he came out of jail was that 2017 it was 2017 four 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 dropped that was 2017 2017 it's, it's in response to eliminate so See, and then oj yeah. and then and then he would later uh have a Twitter account that we'll get into. We get into that. We'll get, we'll get into that. But uh, and, and if you're talking about yeah, the whole yeah. fearless girl, I mean that was put on by a, a financial, uh, you know, company who ironically didn't hire a lot of women. So yeah, you know, hmm, we talked about that in one of our old pods. Yeah, go, yeah. go look for it. You, look. But but you gotta yeah you got you gotta be aware of who's creating these things and who's putting it out there. All right. Oh, and, and the reason why I keep bringing up 2017 council coach, a lot of women want to counsel Jay because of what Lemonade was in, implying. Right. And even when he tried to come back and, you know, I wouldn't say answer Lemonade with 444, but a lot of people tried to counsel that cat, bro. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel that. You didn't feel it because you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not even because that. Because when I saw Lemonade, I felt like. Be high, be careful. I want to say when I saw Lemonade, I felt like <laughs> um, that was uh, Beyonce saying that she's human and you can be vulnerable and put your story out there. Because before that, you heard rumblings of them being uh, there being some uh, some cheating or some stuff going on, but they never talked about it. So I would say to me, Lemonade was like her opening the door to the audience and the people. And yeah, it was a good album and it did well. And then I think Jay Z responded with four 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 going to twenty seventeen and and was saying like, "Hey, I'm Jay, but I'm also human, and I fucked up, and I'm trying to start. I'm trying to have a legacy." I you, personally, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. You you got lemonade in your Apple Music rotation? <laughs> uh, a few songs, but oh. not the whole album. Which ones? Uh, let me pull it up. I got the the joint with uh, I like the joint with Drake. Um, I was trolling, but okay. <laughs> but I'm now saying, like, now I'm really interested. Uh, nah. <laughs> AD, uh, what were you saying? Well, I like that's the, the only one I got. Honestly, I felt like great. the video was really dope, and but the album wasn't for me. But I like the video. I like you know with a film, right? The company that was you know all the songs was in this narrative around a film, right? Yeah. But it wasn't for me, bro. And, and that's fine. Like everything ain't gotta be for everybody. And I feel like that's what those two albums did. They allow each one of those artists to engage their audience specifically. They don't have to be these mass marketed albums, right? And that's what I think digital did very well with those two albums. It just allowed J and B to just engage their audience specifically. Yeah, and the rollout for I mean, I don't think we really uh, touched on the rollout, but it just like it dropped. It just dropped. I was coming like, over the Brooklyn Bridge when that shit dropped. Yeah, and like just the impact because. I feel like she dropped it like at midnight. Something like it was like late or something. Like when it was in the daytime. Oh, wasn't a daytime? Yeah, I thought I was, she dropped it like at night. I was with with, with Nicole. I think there was like one ad like a week before that popped up, and he was like Lemonade, Beyonce. HBO. I think you're right. But something it, like that. When it finally dropped, literally, I was in a cab coming over the Brooklyn Bridge, going somewhere with Nicole and a couple other people's, and it dropped. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay. That's what mm-hmm. you're doing. Wow. Yeah. And shout outs to uh Mellow X. Um he's a creative uh who was super, super uh I mean there was a lot of people, but he's one of those um creatives who was super involved with the lemonade video. Word. 
um and he has like a really dope innovative style and and he's he's one of those people behind the scenes that i think you don't really see who is like involved in like a dope project so um i found that out a while ago i actually met him once but he's he was a super cat cool Word. super dupe cat uh produces music does create a lot of creative shit um but yeah jumping into 2018 so we get in Getting close to the end of the decade. Um, 2018, a lot of shit dropped. Shit happened, bro. Um, a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff. Um, we're going to kind of jump around to a bunch of different stuff. Um, hold on, let me just pull this up. Uh, oh, one last thing. 2017, because this leads in 2018. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's Damn dropped. That was 2017? Yeah, 2017. Uh, which was, <laughs> I think, one of his... I mean, I think one of his best albums. Um, going to 2018, Kendrick wins Pulitzer Prize for Damn. The only, I think he was the only rapper to win a Pulitzer. Um, Apple becomes the first American public listed company reached one trillion. Insane. Black Panther, first film shown at a commercial cinema in 35 years in Saudi Arabia, and also. Everybody, if you live under a rock, you should know the success of Black Panther. Yeah. I think it hit a billion. It did its job, bro. People was dressing um, up in cosplay. I never that, seen that black people to me. dress up in cosplay to go see any movie. Anybody going with, anybody who went to the theater in the dashiki. It was, was real, much. bro. That was too much for me. But it's cool. That's influence, though. That's true. That's real influence. Um, Disney couldn't pay for that. So two other things, and then we could talk about Mark. <laughs> they couldn't think about Disney could have never predicted that, or even like get any agency to like come up with some type of experiential idea that gets people to dress up like like African like you know regalia and shit no they nah. never did that like only social media did that that is true only social so media. two other things that lead to I think keeps adding to our uh, narrative of the individual marketer and building kind of brands around this yeah streaming music uh, overtakes CDs uh, in 2018 for the first time, according to IFPI, not sure uh, what that acronym stands for. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, streaming was big, but I mean, I guess. CD sales start, are still real, it, though. I think we talked about it. Apple Music started to bubble 2015, 2016. Right. Spotify was out there. So, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. And more and more people got, you know, smartphones. More maybe people got online. And I, I so think, when we're saying I would that, say a few phones probably started to give out more unlimited data. Exactly. So it's Access. like easier to, to stream. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when we're, we're thinking about this, are we saying that like the streams were like, are we saying like the streams actually like beat out CDs? Are we saying yeah, like world, worldwide sales of it, worldwide it, sales? It, gotcha, so, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So what it says according gotcha. to that, uh, the that makes sense. That makes sense. Overtakes worldwide sales. Yeah, I didn't hear it worldwide. Oh my bad. That's why. Um, and then and then our favorite creative, Charles Gambino, dropped uh, "This Is America" twenty eighteen. Yeah, I remember that moment. Live man, that was a couch moment almost. Right. That was a good rollout. It was. Let's let's talk, let, let's just pull that from twenty eighteen, and we could jump into the last year twenty nineteen. Um, Donald Glover, his rollout marketing of This Is America. Um, let's talk about it. I thought that was a great yeah. marketing movement in terms of how he did that. And then also he had the show of, it, of Atlanta kind of going on around the same, same time. Same time, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, what you, what you, looking back at it and the success of that. Um, yeah, I, I think we... Think? I think we did really well. Like we we covered this 
uh, topic really well. Mm-hmm. Um, going back on like a previous Abro's episode. Um, but I feel like you know we all shared pretty much the same sentiment. Like it was just so disruptive. Timely. It was timely. It was disruptive. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I, I still feel the same way about it. Like it told it was, a good story. It really did. It still was like something that told a really good story. Mind you, music typically can do that. I just feel like music, for like the betterment of the last five years, didn't really. I mean, either roll out around music and didn't tell really good stories, right? Like this told a very good story of what's going on in the country, and it debuted on Saturday Night Live, and it took over the internet. Like it did its job three different ways. I feel like it told. To your point, yeah, it told a good story, but it also was images and like a capsule of like a hundred years, like the last one hundred years, yeah. like up until now, like the dances that he did, right. like like he executed, whether if it's um, something that young kids like dances that young kids do today, and then even like some of the the events that was happening in the video with the pale horse and. Just like it, I feel like it just mm. captured America like the last hundred or so years, like in four minutes. Let me ask a question: Do you think Donald Glover was influenced influenced by Get Out? Because Get Out came out. Wait, wait yeah, let's go back. I think that was twenty sixteen. Get Out came at Get Out. Get Out. Let's just look real quick. Because just looking at how um, you know twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen, yeah. right? So just looking at how um, Jordan. Um, basically created Get Out. I mean, he's just that kind of writer. He create these things that make you have to almost look at it multiple times. It had a lot of Easter eggs in it, a lot of references of different things. And yeah. I almost feel like like if Jordan Peele, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If Jordan Peele had to like direct a music video, I feel like he would have directed that video. Yeah. Even though he didn't. But it does feel like something Jordan Peele would yeah. create. Yeah, it gave me a vibe of us, although us came after after, after that. But yeah. just like the the facial expression, yeah. the eyes, like the the very wide eyes, like yeah. and it and it, it it gave me like the stay woke, right? Like you and then just him running at the end, like him running at the end, the way you look and you don't know. I think I said this before on, on the previous, like you don't know if he's running away from something or you don't know if he's trying to keep up. You you just don't, don't know. know. Yeah. It's, I mean that's America. It's right? quite <laughs> ambiguous in the in the way they end it. It's good um, art. Yeah, it's good art. Um, couple people, important people who did pass in 2018. Um, that was the year that uh, Stephen Hawking passed. Uh, X Extension died that year, or he's murdered. Um, if you want to be politically correct, Stanley died, and, and Aretha Franklin died. Stanley, yeah, Stanley the writer, comic book. Oh, Stan! Oh, Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan I you said Lee. Stan Lee. Oh, my bad. Stan Lee. The <laughs> uh, Stan Lee. Which is, if, if we're talking about storytelling, um, phenomenal. One of the most phenomenal uh, storytellers uh, in comic book history. Which is, but an interesting point uh, that I want to use to take us to 2019. Um, I want to do more research on it, but I was talking to a comic book enthusiast, and he was like, he he was like. He asked me why do I like Stanley. I was like, oh, because the stories he told. And he was like, oh, if you think if you research it, I'm, hey, if someone knows the answer, correct me. But apparently, allegedly, Stanley never didn't really draw all his. He wasn't the original author of all his 
uh, comic books, and he did it. Yeah, yeah, Jack draw. Kirby and all those. Guys so he had like him. a good team behind him. Yeah, but um, but I, I just I might take that. It was out. like a no, it's like a Bill Finger effect. Is this what's the guy Batman? Is his name Bill Finger? The guy who did it, it, on we could take this out, but like there's a Hulu series about the guy who like actually wrote all the original Batman stories, mm-hmm. but then he kind of uh. Well, I thought it was Bob Kane. Let me see. All right, we could we could yeah, we, we'll we, we could revisit this in another pod. But, but we could, go, go ahead, you say. Now nah, I keep I mean keep saying no, what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, it's Bill Finger. Bill Finger, okay. So Bill Finger, um, he was an American comic strip uh, and comic book writer who's known for co-creating. He was the co-creator of Batman with Bob Kane, but gotcha. Bob Kane got the bag, but yeah. he and he kind of left him out. <laughs> so yeah, like check it's it out. I believe it's on Hulu. But like this. It yo, it's crazy. This is America, bro. It's crazy. Mm, wow. Uh, okay, let's jump kind of through. Um, got the bag and forgot and forgot the man who the actually he actually drew the Batman character really? and he created he created all the other characters like the Joker. Yeah, and this guy just you know took the money and ran. Yeah, man, you know, and especially back then, it wasn't no social media, emails, or exchanges like that. Like people, you know, they they died with those. <laughs> yeah. You know, they went to the grave with those. Yeah, those those stories. And, True. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I might try to keep that in there and save it, but I, I think looking at Stan Lee and his legacy um, after he passed is just like you connect Marvel to this person and even though he wasn't technically an influencer, you look at um, how the how the brand Marvel is connected to this one person and then he he's kind of like the man. Um, well, he influenced and, a lot of other comic book creators. Yeah, that's what I was like say. The guys yeah. who started Milestones, which was a black comic book company. Um, Todd McFarlane, who created Spawn, who started at Marvel. So he influenced a lot of guys in that industry. Yeah. Right. So like he was like the tree. Influencer. Yeah. And a couple of people. Uh, yeah. He's top of the rock, that. baby. Yeah. Top of the rock. All right. And now here we are. The 2019. Last, 2019. Huh? Last year of the decade. Shit. <sighs> What's going on, 2019? Um, oh, maybe before we get to 2019, I would say that from a personal level, 2018 was weird and beautiful because that was the birth of Garvey, my son. Right. So it was a long year just to try to make sure he got here. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of checked out a little bit on a lot of stuff just because it was just making sure that did things go right with, you know, the pregnancy. Legacy. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that 2018 personally was, uh, you know, the birth of Garvey, man. Like, it changed my life. So, mm, yeah. Interesting. Just want to bring Salute, that. man. Um, salute. salute. Is there anything, before yeah. we jump into 2019, is there anything in the last decade, uh, Rose, that you would say was a uh, – I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of milestones, but like, is there anything that you would say is a um, milestone uh, that that is kind of leading to your future legacy? Um, oh, to me personally, yeah. uh, mm, I don't want to get too personal about it, but I, I mean, I just think the impact of like, if we take a look back at this decade, like the 2010s, I mean, if I had it to define it, it would be like the decade of like comfort and like just easy access right like we've been able to prior to this i mean you know we've seen some flashes with it between like social media um as well as we've seen flashes with like you know just technology but like the fact that i can hail a cab i can you know order groceries i can watch a movie i can stream like you know like 
that was very impactful. Everything you could cancel somebody. You could cancel somebody. Um, you control. You can do whatever you want to do. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, at this at this level. So I mean, just if I were to take a step back and reflect, it would be, um, you know, the the decade of accessibility. Hmm. Interesting. That's dope. Um. Yeah. I mean, looking back at this last at the decade, um, I think. From a not from from a personal uh, but not uh, standpoint, not even from a non-personal standpoint, I think I, I look at it as a decade of of uh, the individual. I would say, um, if, if if you look at brands and, and people looking at influencers and and, and um, kind of look at how people are marketing now, and how and I'm interested to see what the future of marketing brings because you see uh, the power in the people's hand mm-hmm. and you see the power in, in, uh, and I, I would say um, honesty, like you can't, we, 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 we've had these moments in the latter part of the decade of going viral. Right. And brands have tried to uh, create this thing and it just doesn't work. So, I right. mean, I think, I think that the interesting, I would say thing about 2010s is the, is the, power being put into the people's hands to say you know we're gonna say what's hot you're not gonna tell us what's hot and then we're right. just gonna go buy it but you, we're gonna say what's hot and we're gonna make it hot and in addition to that I, you know you just um something like just came across in my mind uh those same people having to come up off of this right yeah, like right. so like yeah. just people soundcloud rappers who just turn into like mega stars um youtube uh, content curators who are just getting all kind of dough um, just telling like these different stories like these are people like no one there was no board or any kind of like group of people just went out and picked these people like if people viewed your content or they listened to your content like and I kinda, we had a commonality yeah and I I think AD mentioned this but I kind of like the fact that it hasn't been regulated yet nah because I don't know if you can't because I think, like, I mean, once once it gets regulated, then any brand can 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 kind of create it. Yeah, I, I, don't I feel know like when it's regulate. not regulated, rated. Yeah. I mean, there's some legal stuff, and people get right. harmed uh, uh, when it comes to like, if you're purchasing a product or something, there right. could be no, you know, there could be issues with that. But I just like what Rose just said, man. People just coming up, yes, yeah, or come people up. or people being out there and using it to blow up even further. I mean, do you see? I guess the influencer. Like model either growing, expanding, uh, die, or even fragmenting itself. I think it's gonna die. I don't know. Or or or, know. or it's or it's gonna slow down because, in, in my opinion, I feel like I think it's gonna get more. There, there are two. I think. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll take that back. I think it's gonna um, split into yes. something that we kind of talked about offline, where it's like only super influencers and people with like million plus followers. Or hundred thousand plus followers are gonna start getting the bag or being able to to influence people, but I think you used to have these things of mini influencers that yeah, a micro influencer, micro right? influencers that can possibly blow up. But I think I don't know if people are really gonna look to that because because you're gonna start looking at like all right, my like the next thing you know, we're gonna be going for drinks and and and, and someone in our group is gonna be taking photos and gonna be like, nah, I gotta put this on the blog or whatever. I don't think that happened in our group, but that's just an example. Um, I'm going to take this and put that at the end because this is a good way to end it. But um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with influencers? Sorry. 
I mean, so are we still talking we about 2019? 2019. Right? We didn't well, even jump into 2019. I don't know, man, because I feel like 2018, 2019, it's a, it's, it almost it meshes, a blur. It's a, it almost meshes into each other. Um, so much has happened over the last three years. It almost becomes its own decade so, by itself. So, so let me just wrap up 2019 real quick. A uh, couple groundbreaking things that happened in 2019. The uh, climate change strikes held by school children um, and Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg. Um, Over a million people protest in Hong Kong, which is kind of crazy. And we end the year with uh, Trump being impeached. The last two years has been like a real big blurring of the lines on everything. So that's everything from like influencers to news that's supposed to be either real or fake Mm. to... West real West content like is a content coming from individuals or is it coming from a brand or is it coming from a streaming service like what is real real content quote unquote yeah to like um you know do we even entertain like real things that happen in real life like this fake Amber Alert that happened in late 2019 right right mm-hmm. like and that's influenced by some shit that maybe Justice Smollett did. Right, like it's like everything is just blurring the line. So, real- and, and, and everybody that's doing crazy shit, it's not just random people on YouTube. It's everybody from a super influencer down to the dumb motherfucker on the on the corner, right. just saying stupid shit before they jump on a bus. So everything is just blurred lines. 2018, 2019, I almost feel like it's one. It feel like one whole year. You know, those are two distinctive years. It feels it almost feels like his own decade, to be honest with you. It yeah. really does. It almost sets up what's gonna happen for the next ten years. Nah, yeah, for sure. Like it's weird. So, real quick, um uh follow me on this journey, uh, if y'all will. Um, I think that's a good way to wrap up the decade talk. Um, and I would love and I could cut this out. I would love to do like a quick, even if it's like a fifteen minute catch up of 2019 yeah if y'all cool with that you good on time ad i'm good no, bro I'm just, okay you know. uh what about you i don't want to keep it too long i got a couple mm-hmm. things i gotta do but i can hang out for a little bit all right cool all right so you're gonna sign up you, mr rose can you please sign us out for the last time of the decade and then uh you know we're gonna get in 2020 uh, and 2019 and 2020 and beyond first let me say that intro was legendary i appreciate that I appreciate it. <laughs> you know how it goes, man. Uh, no soft talk when it comes to telling the truth. Hey, thank you for joining us. Peace.